hump day welcome to the melanated way we're covering darcy and stacy season four episode nine hello and goodbye uh, a little bit of housekeeping bottom of the screen you can see where you can support the show at the melanated way everywhere linda is so girly venmo cash app paypal super chat super stickers available all that stuff hey gretchen hey girl hey we'll keep that on for a moment uh, you guys, I have to tell you, this is probably my favorite episode of the season so far. I was dying of laughter. I laughed like the whole episode because it was all super outrageous. And I have to say that Darcy's two daughters, Annika and Aspen, hilarious. Those two are hilarious. Like they literally know their mama left, right, and center, and they were not messing around. It's so funny. What up, Connie? Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, Dustin. So, uh, as we know, Darcy and Stacy, you know, they've been fighting all season. Uh, they're prepping for their launch party. Uh, we know that Florian doesn't want to get a job, never wants to ha have a job, even though, you know, he's trying to model or so he says, but he's not really trying to model because he's not really trying to do anything. Someone in, in the comments um, recently said that Florian's job really is to just hype up his, his wife. And I'm not mad at that. I think that that's probably true. Like, just like, hey, you're beautiful, you're strong, you're this, you're that, so that, you know, that maybe is his job. Um, and then we also know that uh, Darcy, you know, is having a little bit of an issue dating. And uh, Cicero is MIA. And so she's back to the drawing board. So that's where we stand, right? So... Darcy is in Connecticut um, having some daughter and mommy time with Aspen and Aniko before Aniko uh, gets ready to go for college. So she's packing and doing all of that. But before they do that, uh, they decide that they're going to go and have some fun and do some parkour. And you guys, <laughs> Darcy is a mess and I love everything about it. So they go to this place, they go to do parkour. Um, the girls, Aniko and Aspen, they think their mom is a chicken. They think she's a hypochondriac um, and all the things, right? So the first thing they're doing is like a balancing thing. And Aniko clears it, no problem. Aspen, she falls, but you know, she falls gracefully. Then Darcy, all you hear is, ah, ah. She's screaming even before she starts. She runs down the little aisle and then runs back, still screaming. And then she runs and of course she doesn't make it, right? Cause I've said this before, like I don't think Darcy really has that much rhythm to her at all. And so she couldn't like get it all together. So she gets knocked over. And one of the things that cracked me up was she's like, oh, I hope I don't fall. I don't hope, hope I don't pop a boob. And if you guys remember uh, when I had, um, Geo on, I can't remember what show, but Geo was talking about popping boobs, and I was like, that doesn't happen. And then there was like some Instagram model who had like extra double double doubles, and she popped one, so she only had like one chest, and then she had to get it removed. So it's a thing that actually does happen. So Darcy's like, I, you know, I hope I don't pop a boob, and her daughters are like, we hope that she can have some balance because our mom's core balance is off, they said, and it's probably because of the boobs and I died of laughter because that's a funny thing to say about your mom. <laughs> uh... 
You know what's so funny? And I always say this all on all of the 90 days and all the spinoffs, the children just have so much more common sense than the adults. And it's funny to me. So <clears throat> this is where I just, you guys, I just lost it. I lost it. I lost it in this, this scene. So the girls are pushing Darcy on this tire swing that you see on your, your screen, right? And the way that they're pushing her <laughs> is outrageous. So Darcy's, first of all, wearing this like outfit, it's like a one piece short set. I don't know. And everything's like tucked, 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 tucked in. And this is Aspen. Aspen is pushing her by kicking her by the butt. <laughs> Y'all, did you not think this is hilarious? I'm pushing you on this swing, the tire swing, but let me just use my leg and just push you on your butt. And Darcy was just like, okay. Now, Aspen's pushing her by the butt. And Annika is pushing her by her chest. And you guys, I'm, I'm just, I just died. <laughs> Not by the side of the tires. <laughs> Oh my God, this is so funny to me. So they're having the day and I just think it's all hilarious. And they're talking and, you know, they sit down and they have a chat and Annika is really nervous about going to school, but she's ready to live her life. You know, she's really going to miss her sister. And a lot of people ask me, you know, like how does Darcy have such great children and you actually remember the primary caregiver was Mike, their grandfather or Darcy and Stacy's dad. Like they lived in his house the whole time. He was the primary caregiver. And as we've seen on the show, he really is, you know, the stable influence in the family. The one that, you know, had the job, had the career and funded, you know, Darcy and Stacy's business as well as took care of Darcy's kids. So. I think that that probably answers the question. So Darcy's here sitting and trying to give some wisdom to her two daughters, especially Aniko as Aniko gets ready to go to school. Um, and one of the things that is funny is that she's talking about, you know, I don't want you to do the things that I did. I know that you're better than me and all the things. And then she flips and makes it about herself because the daughters are like, well, what's going on with you? Like, are you going to be okay as we continue to move on and do our own things? So she tells her daughters about Cicero and how Cicero is not the one. It didn't work out. And uh, that, you know, she's going to continue to try to find love. Um, and they, the children, Aniko and Aspen tell Darcy, the mom adult, listen, we'll be here for you always. And I was like... I mean, I think that that's really sweet, right? Your daughters are there to support you. But I also feel like in this moment, isn't this when Darcy's supposed to tell them that? Like, hey, I'm your mom. I will always be here for whatever and whenever. But, you know, Darcy's looking for love. But I feel like she's looking for love in all the wrong places. Um, and then we head over to Stacey and Florian. And they're still in Miami. And... uh 
according to Stacy, none of the dresses that are off the rack are good enough for her. She she just didn't like any of them. So she meets up with an Albanian designer that she's connected with through the Albanian community back in Connecticut. Um, and this woman is going to design her wedding dress extraordinaire. Um, and so Stacy apparently has some great vision and she's going to bring this vision to life. Um, it's going to be like a fitted mermaid style dress with sequencing um, and taffeta and all of that stuff. But one of the things, and I wondered what you guys think is that she brought, so Stacy brought Florian with her for this kind of sneak peek preview of the dress and even the designer's like, are you sure you want me to show you? Because, you know, it's still bad luck for the husband to see the dress before the wedding. And even Florian's like, yeah, even back in Albania, this is bad luck. Like, I, I'm not supposed to see. And she's like, oh, don't worry. It's just like, it's like a peekaboo. It's like a, just a quick sneak peek, like peekaboo. Right? And I was like, what? What? And then she's like, you could just close your eyes. Why did you even bring him? Right, Gretchen? It was weird. Why did you even bring him? And if anything, just ask him to leave the room for a minute or something. But he doesn't go anywhere, you guys. And it wasn't just a quick peekaboo. He sees the whole dress. And it wasn't just like a sneak peek. It was the whole front of the dress. So they pull it out. And it's like mesh and shiny with rhinestones all over it. Uh, apparently it was uh, hand-drawn, hand-printed, and hand-sewn. Took hours upon hours upon hours to make. And both Stacy and Florian see the full front of the dress. And so I was just like, what part is the sneak peek? And why is this? I feel like this is foreshadowing something that's going to happen at this wedding. And we already know the wedding is going to be a hot mess. And I'm still convinced that there's going to be some type of twin wedding because it's clear to me by looking at the sneak peek that Georgie didn't go anywhere and Georgie shows up at the, at the party. Um, and I know they're in New York, but still, I just think that I, I think that they're going to get back together and I think they're going to have a twin wedding. Like I just can't get past feeling that way. And I wonder if any of you guys feel that way too. So they're looking at this dress and of course we have to put in the motto that Darcy and Stacy live by, shine like a star. And so the designer was like, yes, you're gonna shine like the star that you are. <laughs> Meanwhile, Florian is like big up in Stacy too. He's like, you shine every day, Stacy. Okay, calm down the two of you. Just calm all the way down. <clears throat> Renee says, Stacy's in her late 40s and her second marriage. I don't understand why she's making it such a big deal, but to each their own. I mean, and she's already married. Do you know what I mean? Like you guys are, I know you guys had like a, a COVID wedding or whatever, but your dress was still beautiful back then. I, I mean, like Renee said, you've also had a previous wedding. We're married for some time, have a, two sons from that marriage. So like, I'm not sure what's happening either, Renee. So <clears throat> Stacy's super excited about the dress. So excited, in fact, that she starts crying over it um, and can't believe how beautiful the dress is and how she's just going to be a knockout bride. And again, like Renee said, like, okay, calm down. 
And also too, why are you spending so much money on, on all of this stuff? Like I always continue to think like you don't own a home. Like, why don't you just, I don't know you guys. I feel like you could just spend your money. You're already married. You've already been with this dude for what? Seven, eight years. Uh, he doesn't work. You're paying for everything. So like, why are you going super elaborate? Like you're, this is like your first marriage and, and, and all of that stuff. Like you already, he already is married to you. You already live together. You already support him. What's, What's the deal? But then on the flip side, I see how some people, you know, they want to have their dream weddings and that's what they've dreamt about their whole lives. So they're leaving uh, the designer and Stacy gets a call from Conrad, who's the designer at uh, House of Eleven, which is the company that Darcy and Stacy run together. <laughs> um, hey, Natatat. Um, so Conrad calls and he needs the samples back by Wednesday because they're trying to get to production, which makes total sense to me, you guys, makes a total sense. And so here's, here's what I don't understand. Okay. Do you not prioritize? Like I get you're having your wedding, but your wedding is like down in the future. Um, you have a strict deadline for the launch party. You already barely just made it to do this, um, collaboration deal and you know you failed the first time so i would think that your energy and focus would be on let's get this collab right let's get the samples right because the first samples suck the second samples it's a go and so why not before one person goes back to connecticut and one person's in arizona and you two are planning your wedding and drinking champagne and tasting cake like why not prioritize okay what's coming first is the launch party coming first or is the wedding coming first oh the launch party. So why are we not thinking about marketing materials and Florian getting a job first? Like, I, I just don't understand it, but you're going to shell out all this money for a wedding that is in the future. Make it make sense. So Conrad's like, like, I need the samples or, or else we're not going to go to production. And Stacy's like, oh my God, I, uh, we don't have marketing materials for the launch party. What are we going to do? And we only have like a limited time. And uh, I was waiting for Darcy to get back from Arizona. You know, I don't want to interrupt her trip from Arizona because she's spending time with her kids. And I'm like, but you guys run a business. And if this is a business that you run where you make your money and you survive on, then you make the call. Like, I, I'm trying to figure out what the problem is. Like, where's the disconnect? And Florian comes to the rescue. He's like, don't worry. Like, we can put a photo shoot together. And then Stacy has the idea uh, of having Florian be the model because he, A, doesn't have a job. B, he wants to be a model. C, doesn't have an experience. D, he can put those pictures in his portfolio so that he can then try to get a job, right? But she's freaking out about all of this and he's like i don't understand what your problem is and we can just do this like what exactly are you worried about and she's worried that she's overstepping and i was like what both of you run this business and this is where it comes into and we've talked about this before um and vanessa who's part of my patreon group has brought this up because she has twins in her family as well that there is like definitely an a twin like the dominant twin the twin who is like the bossier of the two 
And I agree with that. I think that there is absolutely that. And Darcy is absolutely that in this twin situation. And so I think it's interesting that Stacy feels scared to make business decisions in a company that she's 50-50 partners with her twin sister. So like, are you actually partners or are you an employee? Because right now you're acting like an employee. And so she finally is like, okay, let's just do it. It can be a win-win situation. We'll get our marketing material and Florian will get pictures for his portfolio. So they, you know, somehow make it work, put all that together. Hey, Vanessa, I was just talking about you. Hey girl, hey. Um. <clears throat> And so they're doing that. And then we go back to Arizona. And it's so interesting, you guys, because I was just in Arizona for the Super Bowl stuff. And so I was at U of A for a bit. And that school is quite big. Um, and so Annika is packing. It's travel day. And it's funny because, again, Annika and Aspen are, like, low-key making fun of the twins and how when they were in school 30 years ago and like what they listened to and all the things. And I just think it's funny that the daughters completely can be like lighthearted about how Darcy and Stacy are. I'll say it that way. So uh, Grandpa Mike's going to miss Annie. You know, he feels like it's not going to be the same without her in the house they have a complete bond and you see that. So as they're leaving and as Annika is packing, which is something that I noticed in previous episodes, she's like hugs and says, you know, I'll miss you and all of that stuff with grandpa Mike more so than with, with her mom. And again, it's because Mike has been their primary caregiver. Mike's the one that taught them to drive all the things, right? Well, Darcy's whatever Darcy's doing, running her business and finding love and, living in Miami. And even when she was living in Connecticut, the girls weren't living with her in her apartment. They were living with, with grandpa at the house. So they've always had that stability and he's the one that has made them the girls that they are, in my opinion. So um, they're getting in the car and then another moment that made me laugh because I, I just don't get it. Darcy says, bye. And then she's, turns to her daughters and say, how do you say bye in Arizona? Uh, adios. Sayonara. Au revoir. <laughs> what are you talking about, Darcy? Oh, Darcy. So Annika's excited for the next chapter um, in her life and she's ready to like live her life. So off they go to the airport. They get to the University of Arizona um, and Darcy's already freaking out because she sees a little beetle and Darcy, like her daughter says, acts like she's like a hypochondriac. She starts freaking out. Ah! She's a mess. Vanessa said they seem to think Arizona was Texas. By they, 
that's Darcy. So they move into her dorm and they love it. It's like contemporary, high ceilings, modern, air conditioning, all of that. So she was pretty happy that uh, her dorm room was up to par for her. And Darcy tells us, oh, you know, I have like two hours left before I have to hop on the plane. So I want to make sure that I teach Aniko all the life hacks I have before I have to leave. And I was like, life hacks? What life hacks are going to happen in two hours that you didn't do in the 18 years of her life? <sighs> so she decides that she's going to teach Aniko what she says is a family tradition. And it's uh, eggs in the microwave. You have to whisk the eggs really quickly um, and really fluffy in a mug. And then you put it in the microwave and you pop it on popcorn and you let that bad boy go. Well, guess what? That doesn't work. And it didn't work. And instead, it's, it started stinking in the small little door room, smelled like rotten eggs and farts. And just in time for the roommate that she's never met and her, the roommate's mom to arrive. <laughs> so Jade and Alina arrive and the first thing they're like, what is that spell? Like, what is going on here? And here's the thing that I know that Darcy's just a mess. So on top of the stinky, farty, rotten egg smell, Darcy, did you guys notice? She started for breezing the microwave. First of all, that's where these two young girls are gonna be putting their food. And you're gonna spray like a scent on top of a stink inside of a microwave that people put food in. What? I mean, am I only the only one that thinks that's crazy? Anyone else? So <laughs> they let Jade and Elena like uh, settle in while they continue to bond for the next couple of hours. Uh, and have their girl time. We flip back over to Miami and it's the photo shoot day for Florian to be the face of House of Eleven. And they get there and it's like a whole thing. Like <sighs> Stacy's all dressed up. She's wearing heels, but the heels already hurt her feet. So she wants to take the heels off. Then she's riding on the rolling rack and then they got to get the clothes out. And it's like a whole thing. They finally like get it together. They get there, the photographer's there and um, they get rocking and rolling. And in Stacy's mind, Florian, because he doesn't have a job, this is gonna be the way that he can contribute to the family. He can be the face of House of Eleven. So here he, and I thought the pictures were not bad. Like, so here he is modeling, you know, I, I thought that they were not bad. I thought that he looked good in it. I liked the like, background and I don't know I thought it was it was not bad right and and I do see how people would think that he has like that high fashion euro look right so <clears throat> he's modeling doing his best thing he climbs a wall Stacy starts freaking out she's being like a super uh talent mom because she's like oh my god don't fall there's not enough I can't look ah she's freaking out uh, but he climbs, they get more pictures. It's totally fine. So you really get that street look, which if you remember, 
that's why what the sneaker guy was looking for. He wanted more like street, urban, young look. And that's what they're delivering here. So I don't understand what the problem is a little bit later in the episode. Uh, so then Stacy asked about the agency and the resort where shoot. And she's like, you know, I'm excited. You know, you booked a job. And Florian's like, yeah, I'm not going to take it because it's not paying me enough money. And she's like, wait, what? You're not going to take the gig? Like, I don't understand. You have a gig. You've got to work your way up. So this might not pay a lot, but then the next one will pay a little bit more and then more and then more. And that's how you work your way up. And like, who are you to... Be like, I'm not, I'm turning something down when you ain't got no job full. You ain't working. You ain't got no job. You ain't got no money. And she's probably a little bit sick of paying for everything because there's no reason why he can't work. He's able-bodied. He's got his green card. It's like, he just doesn't want to do it. And now you have the opportunity to do something that you say you love you to do and that you want to do. This is like the passion you have in your life. And you're going to turn down the job, make it make sense. So, um, Florian feels pressured by Stacy to model, he says. And she's like, well, you know, you're not working. So you're really not in a position to turn down work. You, you got an opportunity. You got to take the opportunity. And if you don't, it sounds like an excuse to me. It sounds like you don't want to work. That's exactly how I felt too. Like it's paying you $150, but guess what? It's $150 more than you have because you don't have a job. Right. And then even the agency said, and if it works out, then I'll sign you. And when I sign you, you'll get bigger and better offers. Hmm. Sounds like that makes sense. Back in Arizona, uh, Darcy, Stacy, no, excuse me, Darcy, Annika and um, Aspen go out for lunch. And Darcy's feeling very emotional. It's going to be hard for her to leave her babies. And she just really is like, you know, she's like just feeling the moment. Her eldest daughter is off to college and she's taking it all in. Uh, she mentions Jade's mom and says that how Jade se Jade's mom seemed very, very cool and hip and kind of like her. And that made me laugh as well because Darcy always makes it about herself. <laughs> and then this is where I was just like, Oh my God. So Aniko asks her, you know, do you have like an experience from your university days that, you know, you were having fun and all that stuff? Because part of what they were talking about was Darcy's like, you know, I want you to live your life, but I want you to be safe, but I still want you to have fun and all the things. And Darcy gives a story of where she was at Daytona beach for spring break. And she was talking about the jump around song, but she kept saying, and the jump, jump, the jump, jump song. <laughs> it was vanilla ice. Um, <laughs> Darcy decided that she was going to get on the stage and like jump around. And she decided that she was going to stage dive. And she thought that the audience, was going to catch her, but they didn't. And she landed flat on her face, knocked the wind out of her. Obviously she was embarrassed and that was her spring break experience. Her daughters were mortified and they were like, wow, you probably didn't live that down your whole uh, sophomore year, which I thought was probably true. Um, 
and so Darcy continues to tell her, you know, just make smart choices. Um, and Annika's like, you know what? Don't worry about me. You don't have to worry about me about boys and all that stuff. I'm just focusing on myself. I'm focusing on my career and I'm focusing on my education. And I thought, you know what? I believe that about her because she's not caught up. And I think that she's learning from seeing her mom date around and the type of guy she's dating and the issues she continues to have that she doesn't want to bring that into her life. So I totally see that she would probably be like, you know, the opposite direction of all of that. Darcy goes, you know, if you need me, I'm one phone call away. I'm one flight away. Um, and she gets teary eyed. She's like, you know, everything I do, I do for you guys. And don't make stupid mistakes like I would do better than me because you are better than me and you're one of a kind. And I did think that that was a really special moment for her to share with her daughters, right? She realizes that maybe she hasn't done everything the right way or the best way, um, but she's done things to the best of her ability and she wants better for her children like I'm sure all parents do. So they say their goodbyes. Darcy heads back to Miami um, and I don't know what she was doing. She's working out. She's dancing. She met up with her friend, Leslie. They have the moon shoes on and they're bouncing. And again, it's about her boobs, she's like bouncing and hitting her face. Um, and like she said, she doesn't want to get slapped in the face by her boobs. Um, and so they have this workout. They're exhausted. They fall out. Not her boobs, you guys. I mean, like they fall out on the ground, the turn Leslie. <laughs> that totally did not come out right. What I'm trying to say is that after they worked out, Leslie and Darcy were exhausted, so they laid out on the ground. That's what I'm trying to say. <sighs> so she's talking to Leslie about Cicero, about dating, about the matchmaker, how that didn't work out, all the things. Um, and Leslie, as we know, tried to set her up before and that didn't work out. And she went with the matchmaker that didn't work out. So now she's back on the market and Darcy explains to Leslie that she's looking for instant physical chemistry, which I think is part of the problem, right? I think that Darcy thinks that as soon as she sees someone, um, it should be like pow, 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 fireworks, fireworks everywhere. And sometimes maybe it's not that. Maybe it's like you get to know the person and it's more of a slow burn. Maybe be open to that. I'm just saying. And the other thing is Darcy does not want to act like she is in her late 40s. She wants to think that she's still, I don't know, in her late 20s. And so she wants to date men that are in their late 20s, early 30s, and they're in different places in their lives. And I personally think that that's, I mean, age is just a number, but you have to be in the same place in your life. And, and I don't know why, but Darcy will not date anyone her age. And I think she thinks that because it will make her old. Do you know what I mean? But I feel like she should just be open to all, not all ages, but you know, maybe from 30 to 50. And that way she has more opportunity to meet someone who's in the same place as she is. So Leslie says she thinks that she has someone that might be a good match. Um, his name is Zach. He's a personal trainer. And all of a sudden I like started paying more attention because to me, I already feel like this already sounds like Georgie, right? It sounds like Georgie, 
and we've been there, done that, but okay. And then apparently he does some, I guess, maybe volunteer work where he helps um, young people who have problems. And he's looking for a woman who is confident, who's driven, who's family oriented. He does like dating older women. And so Leslie shows a photo of him. So this is Zach and Darcy perks up. Um, Vanessa says, yeah, Darcy's validated by the young hotties, that part. Darcy perks up. She's like, this is exactly my speed. This is exactly my style. This is exactly who I'm attracted to. So guess what? They FaceTime him and Leslie, uh, starts talking to Zach and introduces Darcy and says, Hey, you know, I want you and Darcy to hang out. I think you guys would be a good match. And he's for it. He's like, yeah, send me her number, all the things. And, you know, obviously he's handsome, obviously he's young, but I mean, so is Georgie, right? Same thing. Georgie, the masseuse, Georgie, who tried like doing modeling, like we're in the same place. If Darcy keeps saying that she wants to be a power couple, then don't you want to meet someone who's where you are? Or are you literally, like Vanessa said, just being validated by the young hotties? Because that's what it seems like. So they continue to giggle over Zach. And after they get off the phone with him, Darcy's like, oh, he looks like he'd be good in bed. So now he's Zach in the sack, Zach in the sack, Zach in the sack. That's what they kept saying. <sighs> so... I guess Darcy's going to start dating the Zach guy and we're going to find out more about him. Uh, but in the meantime, she gets an email from the office in LA and she sees these pictures and she's pissed off. And I don't understand why she, what are you pissed off about exactly? So what you have marketing photos and so what it's Florian. I thought they looked pretty good, but she's like, I can't believe they did a photo shoot without me. We are 50, 50 owners and it's not cool and I am going to go over there and tell them what I feel like. And so she walks over to Stacey and Florian's apartment. In this moment, I'm like I just saw complete controlling signs. Like I feel like she thinks that she's it and everyone has to follow her, especially her sister. And so she knocks on the door, walks in with a super bad attitude and she's like, you know, why was I not included in this photo shoot? And Stacy's like, hey, listen, I made an executive decision. Um, you know, the samples needed to go back to LA. They called, they needed to do the production. We had one day to get this together. And, you know, I need to get the job done. So I thought it'd be better to have marketing material than no marketing material. And she's like, well, I don't like it. I don't roll like that. Time doesn't stop because, okay, so then she's like, I don't roll like that. And uh, Stacey's like, well, time doesn't stop because you're in Arizona. She's like, well, I feel left out. That's what it is. Just say that part. Say you felt left out of the process. Instead of all the other stuff, saying that the pictures are terrible and saying that you wouldn't do it this way and you wouldn't roll like that. Just say, hey, you know what? Thank you for doing this. It may not have been the way I would have done it, but for future, let's do everything 50-50. And Stacey's like, You've done many, you've done many things where you've made decisions without me, Darcy. So I would think that you would just say thank you. 
And she's like, well, I wouldn't do it like this. If I was doing a photo shoot, then at least I would have guys and girls in it. It looks like Florian is the face of the brand. You know, I'm not crazy about these photos. Um, and they look terrible. They look cheap. They don't look up to par. They're not to my class and standard. Okay, calm down. Just calm down. We we literally just saw you at the parkour place and you're saying it's not up to your standard, but like, come on, Darcy. Like, honestly, come on. Um, Pineapple Express, I didn't know how the matchmaker ended things, but I wish Darcy had held on to some of the lessons she shared. Zach is a disappointing choice. Oh, Pineapple Express, definitely go watch my episode from last week. You will see how it ended. It was very, it was a very messy, messy breakout between Darcy and the matchmaker. There was a lot of cattiness going on all the way around, but it was definitely entertaining. And so, yeah, this is where we stand now. And we're moving into next week, the preview shows that we're going to have the bridal shower. They're going to be in New York City. Georgie's going to show up and Georgie might fight someone it looks like. So bring on the drama. Again, you guys, this season has definitely been entertaining and this episode specifically was super entertaining to me. Definitely let me know what you thought in the comments if you're watching the replay. You guys don't forget to like and subscribe. I really, really appreciate you. And I will see you very soon. Bye for now. How do you say bye in California? <laughs> bye, guys.